0: Welcome to the Soul Talks
1: podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding.
0: Hello, Soul Talk friends. Bill and I are praising God for you. Bill, we are starting our eighth year of recording Soul Talks this week. So that is so exciting.
1: It's amazing it's been that long.
0: It is. Thank you each for journeying with us in this. It's just been such a joy. You know, the Lord talks a lot, Bill, about celebrating what he's doing, telling, giving testimony to what he's done, and remembering and giving thanks. And so I'm, I'm feeling a little... Um, what is it, nostalgic or celebratory or something this week because of this anniversary of Soul Talks and just thanking God for this community. What a privilege to journey, to follow Jesus with them, to keep our conversations in Christ going. And then also because it's the second anniversary of Journey of the Soul being published in print and available. And as we're approaching now and getting ready for the publishing of our new book, Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, um, I'm taking courage from what God's done through Journey of the Soul, because it's a tremendous amount of work to write a book, to birth a book, and it can feel discouraging at times, like, does this even matter, or is it worth it? And as I've been seeing and, and remembering in this anniversary of Journey of the Soul, what God's done through this book, it it helps me just to praise Him and to abandon it to Him. It's His, what He does with it. I'm just to show up and share what He's given me, and as we've done that, it's just been beautiful. What. God has been doing
1: yeah it's all about the stories of people like you who are listening that's really our joy It's why we do soul talks we Christian I have a conversation with each other and with you in the Lord's presence and uh, what's the best is when we get to meet you uh, many of you have been coming to different soul shepherding events especially our soul shepherding Institute and so it's such a blessing to meet you and share life with you and we go real deep in our soul shepherding Institute retreat weeks they're five days long You do all four over a period of a year and a half, make it two years, you can even earn a certificate in spiritual direction, and it's just so fun to have you in our community as we follow Jesus together. Uh, One story comes from a new friend, Nicole Unzer, and she found Journey of the Soul, and she read the book and did a review on Amazon, which, by the way, if you have not done an amazon review please do that it really helps our book and you know it's as simple as just doing a star rating if you don't even want to write the review you just make a star rating as those numbers go up of people that have rated the book especially if you like it of course (laughs) probably if you're listening you i'm sure that if you're listening you would really like the book But uh, in any case, it really really helps when you put that review in. So here's Nicole's story. She said, you know, it's hard to get where you want to go if you don't know where you are. And what she's talking about is the map that we give you in Journey to the Soul of the Christ stages. She says, the explanation and unpacking of these Christ stages of spiritual development gave me language for the dark season of desolation I've been in the last couple of years. And isn't that what we all need? We all need language for what we're experiencing in our feelings, in our faith, and in, in the ups and the downs, the consolations where we feel God's presence, and then the desolations where we don't feel God's presence. And so Nicole is referring to that because that's the theme of the book. And she says, now here's the best part, but Journey of the Soul also gave me a vision for a new season of greater intimacy with God than I've ever known before. Now, the fun part about this is that since she wrote this review, she came into our Soul Shepherding Institute, and she's completed all four weeks. She even got, uh, earned a certificate in the Ministry of Spiritual Direction. And uh, so we've gotten to journey with her, and we've seen her, and, and now she's in that season of, mm-hmm. of intimacy and renewal in her relationship with God and, and following Jesus with, with a greater joy. And, and learning more and more how to do her, her ministry and her work out of this tender-hearted closeness with Jesus. And so that that's just the best as we journey together and we go through these wall seasons, these roadblocks, these challenges, and then we come into this new intimacy, this new uh, enjoyment and closeness with the Lord. Jesus is our first love. And then we begin to learn better how to do our ministry our work, our relationships out of that intimacy with God. And, of course, that is the S stage in the Christ acronym, the stage of spirit-led ministry.
0: So good. And that's what's been so exciting, Bill, is journeying with people deep with people and seeing that the transformation and the way that God is using this understanding this map to help them know they're not alone and to free them from the shame that we so often can get under when we feel stuck in a, in a stage and we we start to feel like I guess that's all there is and we start to even feel kind of apathetic or or lose our motivation and that's been so exciting for people to have the Christ stages map to give them that vision One of the missionaries who came through our Soul Shepherding Institute also because of Journey of the Soul had said that it's been so helpful to her, this Christ Stages map, because it's helped her see where she's been, where she is now, and why, and what to look forward to. And she said that it's especially comforted her to know that a couple of her adult kids who are at the wall, and they're deconstructing their faith that they're still tethered to God and that she can trust them to bring him out on the other side in a deep transformation in the ways that he did for her. And it's been helpful for her to reflect on her journey, her map through the Christ stages. And it's inspired her greater faith for her kids and better ability to participate with what he's doing. And I I love that because we need that.
1: That's so huge when when we can have faith in God for uh, our children, adult children, uh, people that we are in relationship, people that we're teaching, ministering to, mentoring. So much of the way that we can love other people is through those secret prayers, it's through our example, it's just through staying in relationship. And that's a huge reason why we wrote Journey of the Soul is to provide a discipleship tool, uh, a tool for emotional and spiritual growth that we can hand to people who don't have the language for what's going on in their spiritual life and they don't understand the ups and the downs that they're feeling and the different things that they're experiencing. And so understanding these stages that our soul goes through and what what are the temptations, what are the struggles there, and what, what are the spiritual disciplines that are going to be most helpful so we can customize the discipleship for each person and what stage they're in.
0: So it's been fun to see churches that are making use of this as a discipleship pathway in their church. It's been fun for us to go around and speak at different churches, train their leaders or small group leaders, go through a whole series to, to preach on Sundays and just to see it and get hear testimonies afterwards of how God is using that in a church community. And even people have reported it's helping them appreciate their church and understand their church more. Uh, some people, it, when they, especially when they hit the wall, can get very negative on the church, and very skeptical of the church. And it's been God's used it to even bring healing and to help people to find ways to reengage with their church community. I've been so thankful for that because the church, we're the bride of Christ. And we, we benefit greatly from this understanding. A, a pastor, too, who came through our institute and wrote us a letter thanking us and said after the spiritual and psychological development week where we go deeper with Journey of the Soul, said, thank you for giving us the opportunity to put together our story map like you encourage us in the book. I'd read the book and hadn't done it, but in my TLC time doing this was so Helpful for me to stop and examine my own emotions and journey. It ended up being a worshipful experience to me. The Lord, in so many ways, seeing where I have been in patterns of consolation that I had actually identified as desolation. Mm. And the Holy Spirit showed me a new invitation that feels so freeing to realize the truth where I am. And I'm eager to return to the Holy Spirit's care. There were so many light bulb moments for me in this and just her reflecting upon her own journey and being able to see God with her in the ups and in the downs and she was just just radiant as she was talking and sharing her map with me and I I love that and of course that was my story which is part of why I put my map in the book was because that's been, that was so helpful to me when I first did our first life map 20 years ago.
1: Isn't it wonderful when we think uh, we're in a desolation, or a, we look back on a time in our life and felt like it was it was a desolation. It was a time of distance from God, or discombobulation, or not being in sync with God's grace and God's call in our life. Different challenges that we have spiritually, but we we'll look back with prayerful reflection, with uh, a new language for understanding our discipleship and our growth like like in the christ stages of the journey of the soul and then we realized that what we thought was just all darkness and all desolation there was actually a sunrise there mm-hmm. there was actually consolation in the middle of that and we see that in in the journey maps that you and i have done for ourselves we've done with many people now in our soul shepherding institute as everybody does their journey map and we share our stories with each other we're seeing it's like wow that, that the the desolations the, the the dark times are not like alone the the light breaks through desolation and consolation go together and consolation uh, the, the sense of god's presence wins out in the end <laughs> so it's so encouraging
0: it really is one of the things that we hear from people a lot bill is the shame they feel at the wall or the aloneness and how they isolate and our are being able to help them understand the wall is actually being a grace because it's a soul pivot into the second journey, which is that journey of deeper intimacy and in union with God. And so one of the people that wrote us said, um, I've read Journey to the Soul, but this week at the institute really brought it alive for me. I realized that I've had some confusion and shame about not being able or willing to produce like I did in the responsibilities and ministry mm-hmm. stage. Like I lost my gifting and passions or something was wrong with me. But now I have such clarity and joy that there's nothing wrong. In fact, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I can let go of the heavy weights and expectations, mine and others that threatened to pull me back into the R stage. And I said, I have a grid and a roadmap now for how to strengthen the treasures of the INS stages. I've gotten a vision and am able to be more emotionally honest, receive empathy from the Father and others, and press into some of my ongoing griefs that have have been blocked by anxiety, shame, and anger. I'm expected and excited about the freedom ahead. I feel strengthened to continue my ministry rather than wanting to quit as I have in the last three to four years. So that just excites me. That's from a pastor. She's a church plant pastor. She's She's been persevering in ministry. It's hard ministry. She's in a college town, and she... She's so reinvigorated now through this understanding, this grace that God has shed for her on the wall that she's been experiencing. And that's what we need at the wall. We need to know we're not alone. We've had people who have listened to the wall playlists or the videos we've done on Journey of the Soul and felt like, oh, you've been reading my mail. You know, finally somebody is articulating what's, what's going to pain that I'm feeling and it's, it's beginning to make sense for me. I'm getting to feel some hope again.
1: Yeah, for you who are listening, the playlist that Chrissy's referring to is the, on Spotify, the Journey of the Soul playlist. And so we have playlists for each of the six Christ stages plus the wall. So that's seven different playlists with between 30 and 70 contemporary Christian songs that describe the themes and experiences of the stages. And so, yeah, it is an amazing thing we've heard from many people who who are at the wall, who are in a place of, of stuckness or uh, disorientation, spiritual dryness, uh, going through a health crisis or a personal crisis and, or a work crisis and it feels like God's not there for them and they just are not getting traction in their relationship with God. And when they read Journey the Soul and get language for that wall and realize, oh, there's a whole second half of the journey here that begins with this inner journey renewal and uh, this emotional honesty about the challenges of the wall uh, or when they listen to the playlist on Spotify for the w- songs at the wall. It's like, okay, I'm not alone. And then the I stage, oh, there is a renewal that I can experience. And so, yeah, it is so much about getting getting language, handholds, uh, practical steps, uh, stories of people that I relate to that's so helpful. And, and what we found, Christy, time and again, is that when we don't have that language, we're, we're prone to isolate and to go into shame And just get stuck there but when we're able to be with people who are who are real and emotionally honest and some people who are ahead of us on the journey and we can begin to find words to describe what we're experiencing and ways to pray and ways to meditate and journal and 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 talk through what we're experiencing it it, the lights start to come on and we, we feel understood and known and accepted and we get get out of that shame And we start getting propelled again by the grace of God. Uh, as, As we teach, grace is not only unmerited favor, which is wonderful, but on top of that, it's God's power. And so God's grace actually fuels us in our journey, in our discipleship progression through these Christ stages.
0: The other thing that's been fun, Bill, in this journey is that God continues to teach us, too. We continue to get new learnings and new articulations of our experience as well. I remember at one of our institute retreats in Colorado Springs, we went over to the Garden of Gods. And we were hiking around on a trail that goes on the outskirts of that, where you're just able to see these beautiful rock formations. But along the way, there's many forks in the trail that you come to. And there's decision points. Well, which way do I go? And I love the way that on that trail they have embedded into the ground this little warning. It's a red cement bar on on the fork that isn't a part of the trail. And it says, warning, this is not a part of the trail. If you proceed, harm will be, or if you proceed, damage will be done, and you may be harmed. And I, I just love that because I think that's what the Christ stages map has done for me. It shows me the temptations to fork off at each of these stages, and where the enemy tries to draw me away from God's map for me. That the Psalm twenty three, Good Shepherd, He leads me in the path of righteousness for His namesake. Where that right path is. And the Christ stages map has helped me with that to to identify those warnings and the trail markers where i don't want to to wander off because it does cause damage and and harm to our souls and to others souls
1: and one of those big warnings is overdoing overworking, uh, particularly in the our stage of responsibilities and ministry and I related to that story you shared a minute ago, Christy, because I did that, and uh, that was my second and uh, most major long term wall experience of, of the three major walls I've experienced in my life of being stuck in my journey. And it was from overworking in the R stage and uh, getting uh, discouraged and uh, not feeling God's presence. And I had to learn something that Henry Nyland teaches, but he teaches us that a service for God is wonderful as it is and as important as it is, service for God often becomes the enemy of intimacy with God. And so serving God, doing work in ministry from the wrong motive and from the wrong place, from an unhealthy place, ends up becoming one of the the biggest challenges in our life with Jesus that can, uh, it's a good thing done in the wrong way, or it's a good thing that's overdone. And so it, it really thwarts our progression in a deepening love relationship with Jesus and a deepening experience of God's grace that, as we said, it is the power uh, of our work and of our journey, of our life, of our relationships. is God's unconditional acceptance, his presence with us that nourishes us and strengthens us. And so it's so good to wake up to a different ordering and a different prioritization where it's, okay, so I do, I do my, my ministry for God. I do my work for God out of my intimacy with Jesus. As I walk in step with the spirit of Jesus in the love of the Father, that's what my ministry flows out of
0: and that's what we nurture and we learn in the inner journey stage another thing that i've i've learned bill that has been really good is some more language to help people understand at that inner journey stage when they're needing to slow down to nurture that deeper intimacy with Jesus and to get the healing that their soul needs uh, because in the inner journey, it's also stage where we have articulated in Journey of the Soul the importance of becoming emotionally honest with God and ourselves and other safe people, spiritual director, counselor, and, and doing that deep soul work because it's the garden of our soul that God's doing that uprooting some of those uh, shrubs that we've gotten attached to the fruit of and our ego fixated on it or attached our identity attached to the fruit not to jesus or maybe there's been some parasitic sin that's needed to be removed or just the soil of our soul needs tending it needs enriching and the lord is really uprooting some things in the garden of our soul but also to make space to breathe his breath of life in there to aerate the soil of our soul to plant new seeds and it's like the caution tape goes up around the garden we can't we can't let people come in and feed off of the garden of our soul so much in that season because we're getting deep nutrition and life giving from the gardener's presence and love that he's sowing there into us and drinking of the living water and so for a while the caution tape needs to be up in fact, I remember at one of our retreats, one pastor saying, I've been in this sweet healing season in the Inner Journey ministry where I've recaptured my longing for God and I've grown so much in my emotional health and I sense that God's leading me into spirit-led ministry and I'm, I'm a little bit sad. I'm a little bit hesitant to open the gates to let people come in and feed off the fruit again. Because this has been such a sweet and precious time. And yet I know God is calling me to do that. And it was really fun for me to hear her articulate that. Because I know, I remember feeling that myself at that stage. And yet I know what a joy comes when you open those gates again at God's invitation. And people come in and begin to enjoy the fruit of all God's done. Your joy in Him just continues all the more. And your joy in what He's doing through you continues all the more she doesn't yet know that the fruit of that season she just knows the fruit she's here at the fruit of the inner journey season
1: yeah i love your analogy christy about the yellow caution tape put around the garden of our soul uh, in the inner journey to protect that growing intimacy with god and really appreciate seeing how you have done that in your life particularly in your major wall season how you did that and, and counsel from your Well, first
0: it came from you. You kept asking me to do that. You kept asking me to say no to ministry opportunities at our church. And, you know, ministry... a key one for me that I was involved in I needed to commit six months ahead for the next year the whole year of leading that ministry and you just kept saying no you need to back out and I was so sad to drop that ministry because my ego was attached I was getting strokes there and I did have community there and I was afraid to let that go and there was a lot of loss and desolation for me in that but it it was definitely the right thing, but sad to say, and what you were, what you were about to say is it wasn't until I heard Jade Willard, who I was meeting with for Spiritual Direction, tell me, you must not take on anything more. Um, she understood these stages. She didn't have our Christ model and the Christ acronym. For communicating that, but she does she, now, though. Yes, yeah, she, she does yeah, she you know. it now. Yeah, but I do remember her saying, "You know, you must not add anything more to your plate. Mm-hmm. God is is healing and working in some very tender and young places in your soul right mm-hmm. now." Was her wording. And so I realized, it was, okay, this is what Bill's been saying and now Jane's saying this. I think God is asking me to do
1: this, uh, yeah, so I did. Some of the pastors yeah. listening are going, "Whoa, whoa, wait a yeah, minute! Just yeah. took away a volunteer. We need, yeah, we need right. those volunteers. That's it's, the hard that's, thing. That's a, a yeah. real challenge. And yet, uh, it was a season for you, and yes. th- that involved some. Uh, delegation and raising up other leaders mm-hmm. in that ministry and it, it wasn't like you just checked out of church you were still right. involved in church and right. serving but as you, you dialed it back uh and, way back <laughs> and that enabled a coming season behind that of yes. the spirit-led ministry of flourishing right soul shepherding activity. wouldn't have
0: happened or i it would have happened without me i wouldn't be doing it with you if i hadn't have done that
1: and soul shepherding is for churches yeah so it's just i think sometimes when we are leading an operation, a church and organization, we just so need the volunteers. It's hard to say, okay, yeah, you know, take a break or, you know, mm-hmm. pause or, okay, mm-hmm. you're in the inner journey. I want to bless that. It t- takes faith and courage, yeah. but as you learn these Christ stages and you, you see what's going on here, no, you, you want to invest in that because it keeps your people from burning out and it keeps them flourishing for for the long term. That's right. I was talking with a pastor just the other, other day, and he's a church plant pastor on the East Coast, and. Uh, he planted a church, and they're planting churches out of his church. Uh, very uh, dynamic uh, leader, and he he found soul shepherding when he Googled on pastor burnout. And uh, his testimony is, I was going to be a pastoral statistic until I found the Soul Shepherding Institute. And when he came away on retreat, he was so rejuvenated, reinvigorated by the, by the teaching and by the, the times of TLC, which are times for to love Christ in solitude and silence and nature and taking a nap and talking with a friend and scripture meditation, things like this. And every day we mentor you in TLC time. And so he was so rejuvenated, and especially as he came into the, our teaching on the journey of the soul uh, he he realized he needed an, an inner journey season, and he needed to put up that yellow caution tape, and so he did that, and, and he went he went deep, and it was a time of abiding in the Lord, and 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 like you illustrated from your story, Christy, he needed to let the Lord do some pruning and cut back some branches and cut back some of his activities so that he could tend to his soul and his emotions and his his own intimacy with God, and so then months later actually now a couple of years later because he went through our whole soul shepherding institute was so excited he, he, he sent his wife to come he sent his executive pastor to come and and others following uh is that he he was so renewed that now in the spirit-led ministry stage he says he is doing more uh, leadership uh, leadership development work ministry uh, but it's in an easy yoke uh, it, it's in the, the presence and power of the Spirit, and so he, he has joy in it. He's, he's not workaholic. He's not adrenalized. He's powered by grace, and so that's what, that's what God wants to do in our lives.
0: So, so thankful. So friends, you're a part of this because as you have gone on and written reviews on Journey of the Soul, more people find it. And one of the things God's done that's been such a blessing, Bill, is I recently went on to look at, I hadn't done this for for probably a year and a half or more, the sales statistics and seeing that it continues to be in the top 50,000 books sold on Amazon, um, that's because people are continuing to write reviews or refer to refer people to the book. And that not only helps the book, but more importantly, it helps people connect. To the help that we can give them through Soul Shepherding, it helps them connect to the Institute. It helps them to um, be able to bring this to their churches, and it set the stage for us to be able to publish and write again. Because if a book doesn't sell, then we don't get an opportunity to keep writing and be published. And so every time you you write a review, you are opening the way for us to be able to continue to share the message that God's given us. You're partnering with us in big ways. So we're celebrating you. We're thanking God for you, that you're with us on this journey. We couldn't do it without you. The role you play with us is crucial. So thank you and celebrate with us what God is doing. There's
1: like three million books on Amazon, so it's pretty easy to get lost. Yes. Really thankful that uh, for a while we were number one in Christian counseling and we were in the top 10 for a long time, and we, we've uh, the book is really selling steady to two years in because uh, it's a tool for people. So, And we created a new tool. We'll tell you, tell you more about this, but just to uh, mention it now, Spiritual Growth Path Assessment. It's just the uh, journey of the soul survey of the Christ stages so that you can learn which stage are you in. It's online. You just go to soulshepherding.org, Spiritual Growth Path Assessment. And when you or just click the link in the show notes uh, to this podcast, you go there and you can can online, you can take the test, you get your score back immediately. So you see which is your your stage you're in or a second stage you might be in or if you're at the wall and then you immediately get a printout of uh, guidance for you at your stages the primary stage, the secondary stage, if you're at the wall, you get guidance for you. This is free. This is for you. It's for the people in your church. Uh, it's for anybody that you know. It's fun to take a survey. It only takes a couple of minutes. And you, you take this assessment and you learn where you are. You get better language for it. And it's a great way to introduce other people to Journey the Soul as well.
0: Jesus we thank you we praise you for the good things you're doing lord in the lives and the souls of of your people lord your church and we ask that you would continue this good work and that you would use this spiritual growth path assessment and journey the soul And the the videos and the playlist and the contents in the book to continue to draw your people closer to you in greater health, to stir up their, their longing for you, their intimacy with you and overflowing into fruitful ministry, Lord, that strengthens your church and your work and calls others into this path of following you, Good Shepherd Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, our Father, our Friend. Amen.
1: We are so excited to tell you about a new tool. It's the Spiritual Growth Path Assessment. You can find this on soulshepherding.org slash SGP. This Spiritual Growth Path Assessment is guiding you through uh, the questions that are in our book, Journey of the Soul. That uh, help you understand the Christ stages of faith and your experience in those stages. When you, it only takes two or three minutes to do this online assessment, and you will see what your home stage is and the Christ stages, the secondary stage. And you will get uh, results back that give you uh, guidance on customized guidance for that stage. This is something that you can do uh, in, in minutes yourself. You can share with a friend. Uh, we have a pastor taking his whole church through this. Just the first day we put it online, a pastor found it and said, this is awesome. I'm going to take my whole church through this. Uh, and you can then see everybody in your your community that's taking the assessment, you can see what their stages are. In fact, if you want to take a whole church through it, uh, contact us and we will uh, give you a special link so that you will be able to see the results for that whole community that takes the test and to see what they where they line up. You can see, oh wow, forty percent of the people in in my church or in my community are in the R stage, and and gee wow, I didn't thirty percent are at the wall. I didn't realize that, and and twenty percent are in the inner journey, and you get that sort of feedback with a, a very attractive, simple uh, bar graph that shows you. So that's soulshepherding.org/slash.